Hello. Hey. Hey, I jumped in before you today. I always start, don't I? I know you do. Yeah. Oh, I should have. I, I had to say hello really quick, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't even think of anything to say. Oh, I just I said hello. Know. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's all right. You go on. I don't know what to say. You're always so good at starting. <laughs> That's why all I did was just say hello. You scared me. <laughs> you surprised me. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness. Well, you have to carry on now. Uh, well, you know. you shocked I, whatever, whatever, whatever I was going to lead have, into. I may have it's shocked gone. everybody who was listening. It's like, whoa, what was that? How, why is he starting? Mm. Oh, goodness. Well, you know, it's just one of those beautiful um Days in um, self isolation or whatever it is we're calling this. Now. Yes, <laughs> it is. I, 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 Shelter I'm, in place. I'm that's so it. So thankful when it's warm and sunny outside because that's my go to place. Yeah, it's really nice. We've had some beautiful, beautiful days lately too. We have, and it's made me want to get out and plant some things. Speaking of, I'm so thankful for our our little sound system that we have. And the new improvements that we've made, because I tried to listen to a podcast yesterday on, uh, it wasn't a podcast, it was a YouTube thing on how to plant olive tree seeds. Yeah. And you know, I have misphonia. I bet they and were all, chewing in the background All I could hear is every time this, every time this person would open their mouth, you just hear this, mm, I don't even know how to describe it, just smacky. Well, you better be careful. You might hear some of that on ours every once in a while. You may, but it won't be that bad. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> hey, of it. I have so to I'm say. Thankful. I just want to say I'm so thankful for our little soundboard that we have. Yeah, it's, it's nice. humble, so. but it's really, it does a job. I have to tell it. you, I began to feel for you with your misphonia on Friday, Good Friday, um, when I listened to the president's uh, thing. We did a podcast about uh, a dream about that mm -hmm. last time. But when he introduced Bishop Harry Jackson and he opened up his Bible and he began to talk about Passover and Good Friday and Easter and and pray for America, yes. he had a sheet of paper in his Bible that were some it. of his notes. Yeah. And every time he moved that paper, uh -huh. the microphones in the room were so sensitive it picked up the crickle, 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 crickle. Oh, crickle. Yeah. And so he would be praying and, and what would happen is he's praying and all I can hear in the background is... Oh, no, I didn't. You hyper-focused, I hyper-focused. I did. You know, I don't normally do that, but. That's interesting, isn't it? You've rubbed off on me. Well, you know You've what? infected me. I'll tell you what it is. The reticular <laughs> activating system picks up on things like that because we pay attention to sounds now because of what we do. We're podcasters, you know, and we, yeah. we're podcasters. Woo! I, I don't know. That sounded really important. I don't know what that was, but anyway, so. <laughs> We, we we do things with uh, production of sound, and we use sound equipment. So right. our, we pay attention to those things. We do, because I, I actually want to make things excellent. I, I'm not going to wait and not post something that I think is important because it's not excellent. No. But I want it to be excellent to the best of my ability to make it so. It is rare. And I can only think of when we first started, did we edit things? But for the most part, we really don't edit our podcast at all. What you get is the raw, 
What you hear is what you get. Yeah, I mean, it is raw. It is not fixed. It is not scripted. We're sitting here. If I could take a picture, you would just see blankness before me. I mean, I have nothing. I have nothing in front of me. You don't even have your little notepad that you normally have to record what we've talked about. I know, and I'll have to go find that. Um, I've run out of paper in it, so now I've, I've been sticking... (laughs) <laughs> loose leaf paper in where I've been describing each podcast. It doesn't matter. After we've gone about a year, we start repeating some of the topics anyway. It's, so you, you just really can't because sometimes even when we're talking about dreams or different types of dreams, you know, I know we do use a lot of our personal examples and sometimes we'll go out and we'll, we'll find others, you know, on some of the um, things that you have out there uh, on the interweb for people to, <laughs> to I don't know if that's a true Thing, but, yeah. uh-huh. uh, where people can post dreams and stuff. And we'll use Forums and yeah. social media in mm-hmm. different places. Yeah. So, you know, we'll pull from those. But the ones that pop up in our head a lot of times are ones that um, we've had ourselves. and But they can have multiple teachable moments within Well, each they can. Of and you can take a topic in the 30 minutes that we have for our podcast that we try and keep it to so people can see consistency. Um, we're not going to cover everything there is to cover about a topic in any given 30 minute podcast. And not only that, but you can, the perspective, the angle you take, the way some person, people hear it versus other people, the way it might be presented through one dream versus a different dream, or the lesson you learn from the same dream on this topic is that you get a different lesson out of that same dream on a different topic. Absolutely. You can so, take one dream and have. 10 different teachings yeah. out of it about how to use it, what lessons did it bring forth, but what the metaphors were, you know, and how you can use it. I mean, well, that's how we came to the whole, my book being yeah. called Dream Stories, the website mm-hmm. being Dream Stories, mydreamstories.com, the podcast being Dream Stories. That's just it. Taking real dreams and learning about dream interpretation and about the giver of the dreams. Yeah. From the stories of those dreams. Well, I mentioned the reticular activating system. You know, you can go and look that up if you want to, because I don't have time to describe the whole thing. But it really, what it, if I could just say in a snippet, it is basically what you focus on is kind of what you empower. What's it, reticular and, activated system is the reason that when you go to buy a car and you say, I'm going to buy a red car because hardly anybody around me has red cars and I want something different. You then you buy the car, you take it to the mall the next day, and you come out and you can't find your car because every car in the parking lot's red. And now it's because all of a you sudden, focused on getting you, a red car, so you notice it. all okay, the red cars. Okay, so that happens like when we're dreaming. If we say we're not a dreamer, we don't. You, you I remember you telling John Paul, "I don't dream." That's the guy who was like our mentor and taught us all about dreams. You're like, I really don't dream. I don't have these spiritual experiences like you do, and you do. You just don't remember. Well, them. I was telling him and, a spiritual and, experience when I told him I didn't yes, have them. So you didn't even realize that, and so now you know. You know, and, and enlightenment comes, doesn't? Yes, it? I mean, and we, it opens you. Up. You focus on something, you begin to notice it. Yes. And that's why we talk to people about if you want to say, if you say you don't dream and you want to begin to dream or remember your dreams, then begin to focus on the pieces you do remember. If you only have a, a, a 30 second segment of a dream you remember, then get up in the morning and write it down. Yeah. Focus on it. And, yeah. and you'll begin to now notice. Your reticular activating system will kick in. You'll begin to notice or remember more of your dreams because you're paying attention to them. One thing I'm learning, and I've sort of maybe some of our listeners will will pick up on this. I'm I'm going to do some more studying or maybe some more 
cataloging and maybe some more data of my own dreams. But I'm learning that what I focus on even throughout the day does set scenes for me that I believe God uses um, to give me, uh, to communicate with me. Yeah. For example, I, I went on a walk. We've been walking a lot in our neighborhood and exercising. So one of the dreams I was thinking yesterday as I was walking, I was thinking what a beautiful neighborhood it was. I loved the sidewalks and I loved what it did in community and, and how I, uh, how I would love for that to be the case where we're going, you know, on our new build and all these things, because we're in a small little, uh, historic community that right. has a long history so in my dream last night sidewalks were there family were walking on them and so there was a little element of what i did yesterday that i experienced yesterday that kind of was just a was woven into your dream. it was woven in there and i'm seeing that more and more so anyway i just find that interesting well some of that can also just be making you comfortable with the rest of what the dream's about that may be important to pay attention to the background is just something that's comfortable Right. Because it was part of your day, so to speak. Right. I, I know this is totally ch- off subject of dreams, but I was just thinking about my son, Caleb, and you talked about walking, and we've been walking a lot. Mm-hmm. And he was he just told somebody the other day he was going for a world record on the most time without leaving his house. Because <laughs> he's like been in his house for five weeks right. now. Because he's been working from home for quite a right, while. Right, right. Four or five weeks, he's been in his house, hasn't gone anywhere. Whenever, but he's gotten first... out and started walking, so now he's blown his he's blown his world record. No, no, now. no, no. He told me he, he, here's his here's his record. He really doesn't want to get in a car and go to any type oh, of a go away. He so, doesn't because yeah. that's his world record. It is okay, but okay. He, just being a homebody and not traveling outside of really his neighborhood. His neighborhood. Yeah, I mean he's his okay. block. Yeah, um, at first it may have been the three weeks at home, but um, I, he's I think decided he needs. Some exercise, but when we <laughs> were walking. Needs some it's sun. interesting though that when we were yeah, when we were walking yesterday, I said, "Oh, you know what? We should get in the car and go down and get some steaks, and we can grill out tonight." And he goes, "Mom." Are you trying to make me break my record of not going anywhere? <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, okay. Whatever. okay. So that's that's not even on dreams. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, let's we've go. already been talking okay, about reticular activating you, system. I asked you uh, if I don't know if you want to be vulnerable and share what all you shared with me this morning, but um, you you woke up from a dream that you had had. Uh-huh. You couldn't go to sleep last night about two in the morning. You said you just laid in the bed and listened to I me snore. I actually just woke up. I hadn't had the dream. You said you just laid in the bed and listened to me snore. I did lay in the bed and I couldn't go back to sleep. You, your snoring wasn't what was keeping me. Was it was it a loud? very sweet, gentle oh, snore. Give just, me an example. Oh, that's beautiful. So it was just, it was deep breathing. Oh, yeah. I love it. It was so beautiful. It just, it just blessed me. <laughs> Come on with it. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway, it could you know I, I couldn't go back to sleep. It wasn't the snoring. It was just I couldn't go back to sleep. I had something on my mind that I needed to accomplish a task I needed to accomplish this morning. And whenever I get that way, I just have to get up and write it down or set an alarm for it to get it done, or else I'll keep myself up all night okay. worrying about remembering. It. So that was way. kind of what was going on. So I got up, put an alarm in my phone to. To wait to remind me to take care of this thing, and I just sort of spent some time talking to my Creator, talking to God, you know, as I was getting sleepy, and I was just thinking, I don't spend enough quiet, still time. I don't spend enough time just 
listening, being still. And I was just kind of repenting, apologizing to God that I'm so busy. And it's not that I don't have any time like that. I was just feeling the weight of how important, particularly right now, being still is. And the need for more of it. And so I was just said, I, I want to do better with being in your presence, just trusting you. Right. And that was kind of my prayer time as I fell asleep. So as this is an interesting experience for me. In fact, it may be the first time I can really say I truly walked through a what I would call a lucid dreaming experience that was extended in time and very clear. So I was kind of almost in a twilight time uh-huh. that the dream started. I wasn't fully even asleep when the dream started. And I, did you ask for it? I didn't ask for a dream. That's what no, I, love. I was just I was just talking to God about wanting to be closer. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and so, so we don't always have to ask. I mean, I think it's good to ask. It's good for to things, ask, but, but you um, didn't. You just but were I didn't. Talking. I was just talking conversing. to God. Yeah, yeah, and it was just this beautiful, beautiful experience. I was standing on a platform, like at a church meeting or a, a public speaking presentation of some kind. There was someone, I don't know who, speaking from the lectern. I was standing, if you were looking off the stage, I was standing at the back of the stage on the left side. It would be the right side from the audience. And someone was standing next to me. I don't know who they were. Um, And I was looking around to see where I was, and I realized I was in a dream. I thought, I'm dreaming. I mean, in my dream, I thought, I'm dreaming. I wonder who's here. And I started looking around. And I was choosing for myself where to look in the room. Yeah. And so I started scanning the side I was on first. And I'm looking across the room, and I I see a a gentleman stand up to say something from the audience who is a person we have had a lot of respect for. I've known for years. A guy named Bob Jones. Uh, used to come stay at our house and stuff. And I mean, I just know him really well before he passed away. Uh, he was a prophetic person, a revelatory person, for those of you who know him. Um, he stands up. He's got long white hair, but it's Bob Jones standing there. And he begins to speak something to the to the group, kind of like he was known for doing. Yeah. I don't understand. I can't hear anything he's saying. I can see his mouth moving. I know he's speaking, but I can't hear anything he's saying. So I keep looking and I see uh, a friend of ours from the church I used to pastor who's passed away fairly recently. I see her sitting there and then sitting next to her is my mom. And my mom is having a conversation with her. And I can tell it's a very uh, normal conversation my mom has a permanent like she used to always get my mom's living but she has alzheimer's and dementia there's never a normal conversation with my mom right now right but she's having this very normal conversation she looks up and she just smiles at me and so i keep looking on that side of the room and i'm thinking i bet my dad is here who has passed away several years ago now and i have not had any dreams i've only had three or four dreams with my dad in them and none of them have I had contact with him or have I heard him speak in any of them? And that's so interesting because I dream about your dad probably once a quarter, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
So it's it's just more rare for me. So I look back across the stage, now across what would be my right side, the audience's left side, and on the far side of the stage, I see another prophetic kind of person that we know and have known for a long time named Bobby Connor. I see him sitting there on the yeah. other side of the stage. And I notice him, and I thought, Dad has to be out in the audience because he's not up on the stage. So I start looking down that what would be the right side for me, mm -hmm. and it's these big, beautiful picture window kind of things all, all along the sides. So the room is just full of sunlight. It's, it's, I don't even understand how there was that much sunlight getting to the inside of a building. It was like being in an open-air facility with a building and a roof and walls and things. It was just strange. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm looking down that right side along the windows, and about halfway down, I see my dad sitting there. And, um, I mean, he's got on this bright blue shirt. He's just glowing, you know, happy. young, happy. I'd say young, as I remember him in my 30s and 40s, mm -hmm. young. Yeah. Um, just... Exactly, as perfect, you know, this this uh, aura or this this glow from his skin, so he looks healthy, you know, because uh, the last few years he had some heart issues and he just didn't look healthy, even when he was doing okay. Yeah, but he's just this healthy look, and I think I'm going to go see him, and I thought, well, how do I get there? I'm going to have to if I don't want to interrupt this, I'm going to have to walk down this left side all the way to the back turn up the far side walk back up the aisle to get to him to get to see him and then i thought but it's a dream i, I i'm not going to bother anybody i'm just going to walk across the platform so i did so this was very much a lucid dream i mean you yeah. knew you were dreaming and you were changing your dream while you were in the dream yes or you were steering your dream yes that doesn't I, happen often does it no it doesn't and particularly not for me and and i have to you have to be careful with it with you dreams do. from god because you don't want to change what god is trying to say what your creator yes, is trying to god, speak I, to you i believe god unlocked that he does let, he lets us have it. liberty yeah. exactly so i knew i had liberty i could walk i walked across the stage the far side of the stage and i was going to have to lose eye contact with my dad to start down the steps and i thought if i do that he's going to disappear and i never get to see him or speak to him in a dream and I don't want him to disappear. I love that. And so I said, I turned and sort of awkwardly went backwards over into the stairwell so I didn't have to turn away, my face away. And I don't know how that worked, but in the dream it was You were walking awkward. backwards, kind of yeah. like moonwalking. Yeah, sort of, I guess. So <laughs> you know, I get on the steps, I go down, and as I start down the aisle then towards where my dad is, he stands up and he begins to walk towards me and he reaches out and envelops me and just gives me this huge hug. I love it. And I just remember feeling a daddy's that love. daddy's love. And he then speaks to me and he says something I don't remember now. <laughs> but but I know the gist of what he was saying. I just don't know his specific words. You knew he, he was communicating. I knew he was communicating. And he actually spoke to me in my right. ear as he leaned in and pulled yeah. to me. And one of the things um, that I do remember the gist of, because I don't remember all of it, was he said, as long as I'm here, you're going to be okay. I love that. And I realized that this dream was a spiritual experience mm -hmm. and a metaphorical dream. Absolutely. It was God saying, things are rough around you right now. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of death. Remember all the different people who were sitting out there who have, are deceased or yeah. who are ill? Right. Uh, but I'm here, and as long as I'm here, 
Yeah. It's okay. That's right. You just need to keep your eyes on me and not let anything distract you from keeping your focus on me and everything's going to be okay. That's right. I so the, the the dream, the, the metaphorical meaning of the dream was pretty powerful to me, but the experiential side of it, of having that encounter with my father was my natural father who represented the heavenly father there right. was very significant as well. Mm-hmm. And for me, a lucidity to the dream was, uh, was different for me. Well, the thing I love was when you are so, you know, you say in the dream, Hey, if I take my eyes off my father, um, I, you know, I'm going to lose him. So I'm just going to walk this, this way to not be observed because I don't want to disturb the speaker and what's happening here. And then you have this aha moment and you go, wait a minute, I'm dreaming. So these people won't even be able to see me. So I'll just walk yeah, backwards. Yeah, won't see me, I won't bother keep, them, whatever it all is. Right, I will keep my eye on my father. And as long as I keep my eye on my father, I won't lose him. I won't lose yeah. sight of him. And I know he'll be able, I'll be able to have that contact with him, right? And you said you walked down the stairs kind of backwards in a weird kind of way and never took your eyes off him. Yep. To me, that was so significant. That was the other thing that said to me, this is this is a twofold dream. You know, this is yeah. an ex- spiritual experience, which I think is beautiful that God lets you have that time with your dad this morning, you know, a hug and embrace. Um, because It was comfort in a time that's yeah. confusing and challenging. Yeah. And it brought natural comfort and spiritual comfort. Right. I love that duality of the dream. It's beautiful. Yeah, it was really something else. And, and you know, it was an encounter with a deceased relative. We've talked about those kind of dreams before, but it was more than that. It was a message from my father, my heavenly father, my creator, saying everything's all right. But he, yes, but he allowed your daddy to come and give you that hug. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, it's just so tender and kind towards you because I do believe, you know, you have had that uh, desire to um, have that, have an encounter with your dad or have a dream about him where he speaks to you or tells you something. And listen, that natural desire is a normal thing. There's nothing wrong with that at all. If it becomes obsessive, if I was obsessing over seeing my dad in a dream, if I were demanding to see my dad in a dream, if I couldn't, if I, my grief was great because I hadn't seen my dad in a dream, if there was something impacting my life because I wasn't getting what I wanted in terms of seeing my father in a dream, that's unhealthy. Right. But just that natural desire we have to have that comfort of, of a connection there. Is as long as it's at normal, natural level, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. And we keep it in a healthy. Check. And I think it's important for people to know that. Yeah, I mean, I think about um, uh, when your grandmother died, who we were very close to. I was very close to her. I considered her like my own grandmother. Um, I remember as soon as she passed away, I had like multiple dreams about her. One, she came and I, she, she, well, one, she was lying in the casket and she opened her eyes and I was like. <gasps> Chi Chi, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and she 
and she's and I said, Your eyes, they're so beautiful and blue. I remember saying that to her. Yeah. She got up and she walked around with me and I was like, How are you doing this? Aren't you like embalmed and you can't do this, can you? And she was like, Yes, I can and it was just really strange. But I remember sharing these dreams with you that I'd had about your grandmother. And I remember this was like maybe a month after I dreamed like a bunch of dreams about her, and you were like why are you dreaming about her? It's my That's not fair. That's not fair. And then like a month later, you had this spiritual encounter where she came to the room and she delivered some very timely information yeah. and instructions for you. So, so to me, God is good in that he allows us to have encounters as he directs them. That's right. You know, we, we can be open to them. We can desire them and not just pursue it and want it all the time. Desire is different from yeah. obsession. Yeah. That's we the key to, to it. With it. And hey. so and, and when you when it comes from God, when it's not something we're pursuing or demanding, it can have those beautiful dual meanings, something that means something to you at that personal level. Yeah. A natural level, right. and something that means something to you at a deeper spiritual level. Because it was kind of a surprise for you. You didn't yeah. expect. I mean, you were in the dream, and you were like, "Okay, all these people here. <gasps> I bet my dad is here." You know, yeah. and so uh, you know, it was kind of a surprise for you. It oh. wasn't something like you laid in bed last night and said, "I sure would like to talk to my daddy tonight." Okay, my dream where you remember we talked about this uh, many months back, um, where my mom came, but I didn't know my mom was there. I'm just standing there talking to my friend. And telling him something, then I feel these arms come sideways around my waist and just got pulled in. And I looked and it was my mom and she was just giving me that motherly love. And oh my goodness, I won't ever forget that. It was yeah. so tangible and beautiful. Well, and but it's, I wasn't it's a way, it at that but point. that's a way of, of God expressing his care for us right. through an image and a feeling that we can be comfortable with and we understand. Yeah. That's why we call him a father. Yeah. You know, so it's a neat it's a neat thing and it was a it was a really interesting experience for me today. I I don't know that I would have shared it if you hadn't asked about it, but mm-hmm. um but it was a very um sometimes I have dreams and sometimes as dreamers and as dream interpreters, I think we have dreams that are we can take them almost casually, not not dismiss them, not ignore them, but to just get the meaning of them, hear it, and move on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then there are other times when dreams have a depth of meaning to us. They're significant moments. They're markers, even almost, you might say, memorials for us. And I think that was kind of, for me, the type of experience I had this morning, which is not common for me. It's not something that happens every day. And so I want to encourage people out there, if you if you feel like your dreams are just sort of casual, flowing, they're not that significant or that important, that's okay. Continue yes. to pay attention to them. Continue to look for the interpretation and understanding of them. Continue to give them value, like we talked about with the reticular activating system at the beginning, because they're going to be those memorial moments that show up. Yes. And, and if you're ignoring your dreams... You're going to miss those significant memorial moments. That's right. Whereas if you value them all, even when they may seem, you know, proportionally to everybody else's or to what you would expect or want or hope for, insignificant. Right. You know, there's no insignificant dream, but if it feels that way and. Well, I mean, we, we talked about that on another podcast recently how you have 
dreams sometimes, or was it this podcast? I can't remember where you have dreams sometimes that seem very, very weighty and you'll have one a week or something like that that you remember. And whereas I'm having them every night and maybe they're not as weighty. I'll have a weighty one here and there. But um, when I say weighty, I mean one that just jumps out at you and and you know it has meaning where some you're striving to find out okay what does this dream mean i don't know so it's important to know that we don't shut down it's not i'm not any less important because mine may be many and small and maybe not i'm not any less important of my communication with god than you are having some that are just very significant once in a while that's right that's what's important about valuing all of them yeah it really is yeah well, that's awesome. I think we're just about out of time again this week. So um want to remind you, like we usually do as we close, let us know you're out there. Yeah. Leave us a comment. Share the Facebook post, things like that. Just basically let us feel like there's somebody listening. It helps when we know somebody's actually yeah. paying attention and this is – well, you know, it's worthwhile if it's just for one person, but it's just nice to even hear it from the is. one. We we get encouraging words from people. You know, I'm from, from different nations and and um, uh, people uh, sending us very personal uh, things. You know, and just uh, I begin to feel like people know us. Yeah, because it's weird. We go places and people just talk to us like they've known us forever because they listen to the podcast. I know. So it's like, it's, oh, hey, I it's love cool. that. It's I awesome, think, and we really do appreciate you listening. And and uh, we hope that you are learning something from it tell us stuff you know if you've learned something let us know we do and we also say if you got questions ask them so okay so one other thing is if people want to know about your books if they want a book how can they order a book like if they wanted to get my dream stories book where you're teaching on dreams how can they get that? oh we haven't talked about that in a good while uh, my books are available on amazon the dream book is called dream stories there's a book on the lord's prayer called fresh bread have a book on discipleship or spiritual fathering as i like to say which is called the elisha way Mm -hmm. and a book dispelling some of the mystery behind deliverance or spiritual warfare, which is called Remedy, that I wrote with my dad. All four of those books, it was. All four of those books are available on Amazon, or you can go out to Dream Stories and uh, MyDreamStories.com, or the easier way to order direct from me is MichaelBFrench.com. That's about all that website is for. It's just an order page for the books. But any of those sources have them available if people are interested in them. I love it. So what should people keep doing? Well, I guess we close out as usual with me saying, keep dreaming.